theyeshiva.net. If we want to summarize very briefly, not the whole explanation, but just the, the summation of the point that we learned last week in the few classes, I think two or three classes, the point was that in Parsha Shlach, right after the story of the Miraglim, immediately after the story of the spies, comes the mitzvah known as Nesachim. Then Hashem tells Moshe to tell the Jewish people that when you come to the land of your residency, of your dwelling, the land where you're going to live, the land of your Moshe, of your place where you sit, where you live, where you dwell, and you're going to bring various offerings, various karbonas. So there's a mitzvah known as Nesachim. Nesachim means libations. That most many of the karbonas came along, they were accompanied with wine that was poured on the Mizbeach during the offering of the carbon. Similarly to that, there was many karbonists came together with a mincha, and a mincha is a meal offering, not an offering of an animal, but an offering made of grain that was brought on the Mizbeach. That's the mitzvah right, the mitzvah right afterwards. And the question is, what's the meaning of this juxtaposition, of this uh, of this smichus, of this proximity between the miraglim and the nesach? So the Gemara says, on the, he brings the Gemara in brachas, a few dollars, the Gemara says, that if somebody says Krishna without tefillin in the morning, Krishna obviously not Krishna at night, Krishna in the morning. So it's similar to somebody offering a carbon oil, like let's say a sheep every morning, but they don't bring the meal offering, they don't bring the grain, or a zevach, another offering without the wine. What's the connection between the two? Al pipshat it means it's still missing something. In Krishna, it says you should put on tefillin. So why are you not putting on tefillin? Still missing something. But the fact that the Chazal chose these two things means that somehow there's a thematic connection. So for this, the Balatanya began the whole structure of the Maimer. The main structure of the Maimer was that Karbonus represent the fact that there was a fire that ate up the Karbonus. They ate up whatever the fat or the meat that was on the altar. That was the physical element of Karbonus. And what it represents on a spiritual level is that a person also has different elements in them, including the Yisod Ha'esh, the element of fire. And the element of fire is part of the animal soul and also part of the divine soul. And the concept of a carbon is, the Gemara says in Yuma, Eish Oichla Eish, that's the expression of this Maimer, that's really the theme of the Maimer, Eish Oichla, the theme of the first half of the Maimer, Eish Oichla Eish, it's an expression in Yuma, Chafalif, fire eats up fire, or fire consumes fire, or the fire becomes subsumed in fire. That every single person has fire. Every single person has passion. The question is where the passion is going to go to. Where the passion is going to be harnessed, how the passion is going to be directed, what, the, what I'm going to do with the passion, where the passion is going to take me. But every person has ash. And you can't just destroy your ash. You can't just tell a person, not to have passion, not to have feelings, not to have a fire. It's a major component of a person's life. When it comes to animals, the primary element of a chai is ash, right? And a person has all elements. We have daimim in us, we have tzimeach in us, we have chai in us, we have medaber in us, which are all ash, ruach, mayim, off for the four letters of, of Yudke Vovke. The opportunity, the, the ability of a person is ash, eichla, ash, that the divine fire, the godly fire should consume the animal fire, and that's the concept of a carbon, that the animal fire becomes subsumed, eish, eich, eish, like the mizbeach, like a carbon, where the eish, 
literally, physically, ate up the animal, so to speak, and it became part of a heavenly fire. Reich nechayach, reich nechayach l'ashem. And he explained at length how the person, what a, what a soul is, the depth of the human soul, how deep the soul is. It's really rooted in machshava, it's one with Hashem. So even as it comes down in the body, not all of it becomes manifested in the body. The soul itself remains pristine, it remains aloof, as he called it, the muzzle of a person. But even when it comes into the body, you could never snuff out the soul, you could never extinguish its fire, you could never destroy it, you could never liberate it. It always has the ability to reign supreme, because that's what it really is. And the fact is, however, that commensurate with the ash of the behemoth will be the ash of the nefeshalikis, because each, each ash can diminish or increase the other ash. That was the main, uh, the main, uh, that was discussed. And he said that the main time we do this is Krishna. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alakin, Hashem Achad. You remember what Krishna is? And this was Barichis, the second chapter, what Krishna is. Shema means to gather, not only to listen. You're gathering everything that exists, all the desires of the person. Yisrael is Yashar Kale. The Kale is direct. Hashem Alekenu. Is Hashem is and Elikeinu is our own Koiches, our own Chius, Koichenu v'chayisenu. Shema Yisrael, Hashem is Elikeinu, and Hashem is Echad, and therefore v'haftas Hashem elakecha b'cholavavcha. And the Nekudah was that Hashem represents a state of oneness that's identical pre-creation like post-creation. Elikeinu represents the Tzimtzum, the way Elokos is filtered into the consciousness of every single creation and every single human being. And to say that Hashem, Hu Elokim, that it's really one, not that it's really one, that one doesn't exist, that in their differences it's really one, and Hashem is Echot, that allows ultimately for Vahavtas Hashem Elokecha with all your heart, to understand that even the Nefesh Bahamas is part of that oneness. The separateness and the duality and the dichotomy, even though it's powerful and it's real and it's intact, but nonetheless, the Shema Yisrael allows for the carbon, meaning allows for the Eish Eichla Eish. And he said every person was given an amount of years that they need in order to sublimate and work with their animal consciousness and their body. That was the Nukud. So in Siv Gibel, he continues. And now, as I said last time, he goes to the Ap, he goes now to a very different this Indian, this theme, and this madrega, this state, what is it? So he summarizes. To prevail, to give power to the Yisoyed Ha'esh, to the element of fire, the divine element of fire in the soul. What does it look like practically? Lahaliv liba that somebody's heart is passionate, is on fire. Lahav is a flame, a glow, right? Like Shalhevis. Lahaliv liba is to fire up the heart, to cleave Ladovka for Dvekas. So Lachaira, this is it. So he says, Ainzu Avaida Tama Utmidis. It's not Avaida Tama. The question Avaida Tama is an interesting expression. Literally Avaida Tama means it's not complete. But the Gemara Masechis Yuma says that in the Beis HaMikdash there were two types of Avaidas. There was an Avaida Tama and Avaida She'ena Tama. Avaida She'ena Tama doesn't mean it wasn't a good Avaida. 
It means avoida sheyesh achare avoida. It's an avoida that's a means for an end. There's still what to do after. Avoida tama from the tama from the word complete, like tam v'nishlam, right? Tmimos, it's complete. Avoida tama means that this avoida completes the process, whatever you're doing. Avoida sheina tama is a beautiful avoida, but it means avoida sheyesh achare avoida. There's still more to the process. So I think that's why he uses the word here, Avoid Shana Tama, to say, if you're just going to look at the fire, firing up your heart, as the sole objective of everything, it's not. It's Avoid Shana Tama. And it's also not Tmidis. It's not consistent, because there's going to be different changes, as he's going to explain. The parenthesis here, with a few footnotes, but let's go after the parentheses, three lines later. This is the meaning of the If somebody reads Shema without filling, it's missing something. It's like a carbon without the wine. What's the connection? Now we'll understand. We explained what's Krishma. Krishma is like a carbon. What's a carbon? A carbon is an fire lifted up and sublimated the animal. Krishma is the time during the day, generally davening, but specifically Shema, because the whole davening is a preparation for the mitzvah of Shema. Then after that is, is a Shema Nestor, but the davening before there's preparation for Shema. The Adan Shekinesis prepared the person for Shema. So what is Shema? Shema, I said, is a carbon, because in Shema, what I'm attempting to do is, I'm attempting to find the oneness in my life and bring together Shema Yisrael, Vayishama Shol, bring together all the different forces and energies and koiches and faculties and realize, realize how all of my fires, really what I'm searching for is the divine fire, the divine passion. So he says that's true. So that's Krishna. But then there's Krishna without tefillin. What's tefillin? Tefillin is a metaphor, is, is represents... All of the Torah and all of the mitzvahs, including the practical, action-oriented mitzvahs. The Gemara in Kiddushin says that the whole Torah is compared to tefillin. We say in the parashiyas of tefillin, those who say the parashiyas of Ayyidaber. So what's the Lashon over there? Um, it's in, in parashiyas Boy, Ayyidaber. So the Lashon is... You put the tefillin on your hand and between your eyes on your head so that the Torah of Hashem should be in your mouth. So the Gemara says, we see from here, the whole Torah is somehow compared and encapsulated in tefillin. And that's why since over there it's a sugya about if women are obligated in tefillin or they're not obligated in tefillin, it's a mitzvah and how from tefillin you learn it out for all the other mitzvahs that are bound, are time-bound. Remember, it's a whole sugi in Kedush Lamedvav, I think, that women are exempt from it, because hukshakol atarikol So in the Gemara, it would seem it's just more like a technical thing. But you know that there's no such a thing as a technical thing in Gemara. It represents something deep. So al says, hukshakol atarikol tefillin captures the Nakuda of Torah. <clears throat> What's Pshat? He also said this in the Maimah and Bahar, that Shepsoy that in tefillin you take the physical parchment and the physical ink and it becomes Hashem Echad, comparing the, the idea of bitl hayesh, bitl ha'olamas, over there he also said, huksha kol atayra kol tefillin. But what's the vart here? K'moy shebet tefillin melubashem moichin al yonim shebeses fris al yonis betmonis oisius gashmiz. In tefillin, if you look in Shulchan Aruch tefillin, tefillin, it'll tell you how to, how to make tefillin. 
If you look in Kabbalah, when I say Kabbalah, I mean in Zoya, the writings of the Arizal especially. Arizal describes tefillin, he says, it's, that's the language he's using here, it's Moichin al We put tefillin on our head and on our heart, and in Shulchan Aruch it says, in Shulchan Aruch, that it's Shibud Haleva HaMoyach. It's to dedicate your heart and your mind. So in Kabbalah it says that tefillin represents Moichin al The higher awareness, the higher divine, Moichin al means, so to speak, the divine mind, the higher mind. Moichin is the mind, awareness. The source of awareness. Meichen al is the divine mind. The divine Meichen, and that's why there's four parshias. Chachma, you have Kaddish, Vahaya Kiviyacha, Shema, Vahayim Shemaya, and all the tefillin. And Shalresh is divided into four, and Shalyat, it's all in one box. There's no four parts, no four bottom. In Shalresh, you could see the four parts. So it says in Kabbalah that Kaddish is Chachma, and Vahaya Kiviyacha, the second parsha is Bina, and uh, Das, since Das is, is the source of all emotions, because Das is, like it says in Tanya, the real closeness, the real intimacy with an idea that includes deep self-awareness so it can produce emotions. Das is the link. So Das always is Chesed and Gvura. Because Chesed and Gvura are the source of two emotions. That's Shema and Vahayim Shemaya. The Machlaikas of Rashi and Rabbi Tam and Tfilin, how the Tfilin are set up, it's not just the technical Machlaikas where you put the Tfilins. The four parshas, the order, Rashi has one order, Rabbi Natam has grandson at a different order. So Masechus Menachas, that's why you have two tefillins, Rashi and But it's really, it represents also a spiritual machlaikas in the order of how the Meichen al are accessed through, through tefillin. So he says, so that's true. Tefillin is Meichen al Yainim, Shabbat Es But Al Rebbe says, where are they? <laughs> where are these Meichen al Yainim embodied? Betmunas Isis Gashmias. In the picture, of physical letters. If a person will have all the meditation in the world and even have the ability to tune in to a higher divine awareness, they didn't put, they didn't do the mitzvah of tefillin. <laughs> so this meichin al it's captured in what? A siphon needs to take parchment, you have to take parchment. You have to take an ink and a quill and formulate all the letters, shma, vayim, shamaya, kadesh, vayikiviyacha, put it on the parchment for the four, four, sec, four pieces of parchment, or one piece of parchment, pens, tefillin, shayat, tefillin, sharesh, that's where it is. What does this mean? Vuhu, kuksha kola this, this represents the whole tayra. Vuhu ki A person has to be able to be humble. Vilayman, and to tell himself, dayoy la'eved liyez it's enough for the Evid, for the servant, to be like his master. And therefore to create a home for his dwelling place, dira, to create a dira, a home, a residency for Ein Saif, where? In the lowest elements of reality. So it's very, uh, it's easy to read these words fast and not realize what Alter Rebbe is saying here. After the whole introduction about the ability and the avoid of a person and the soul was sent down to create fire, and not just to find your divine fire, but to elevate the animal, soul fire, he says, that's not avoid the tam. There's something else. There's kaita krishma, but And that's missing a major part of the carbon, the other part of the carbon, the nesach. Krishma is like the carbon, but you need the tefillin. He says, tefillin is representative of something. That's why they use the word tefillin. And what is it? It's enough for the servant to be like the master. So what's the focus? The focus is, 
Now, the expression comes from the Gemara. The Gemara describes in Brachas, it's the end of Brachas, Brachas Dafna and Chesamet Beis, a story that Ula and Reb Chizda, who were two of the greatest Amairaim, you remember the story? Azli Borcha, they were walking. They were taking a walk. They were taking a hike or taking a spatzir, whatever it was, that they were going to a destination. Just as they, were, they went on the road, and they came across the home or the former home of one of the great Amiraim. His name was Rebchana, I think, Rebchana, Rebchani Loi. And it was desolate, it was destroyed. So Rebchiz decided, he gave Esnach, he gave a zifts, a krechts, like, oi. So Ula started to tell him it's not good, and he started to bring him sources. A person shouldn't be sighing, why you're so broken, it's not good for your health. So Rebchiz responds to him and says, How could you not sigh? In this house, there used to be 60 chefs during the day and 60 chefs during the night. You understand? Well, it was the matzav. Every person who was hungry came to eat here. And the host didn't take out his hand from his pocket so that no poor, because poor people would come a whole time and he was always giving. And they shouldn't think he's putting in, they shouldn't have to wait for him to put in the hand in the pocket. And he goes on to describe what the house looked like and who was in the house. And so he says, how could, how could you not, uh, how could you not lament that it was destroyed in the in the in the in the, the gazetas and the decrees of the time? So he started to comfort him. that Rebbe and said that all the Bate tzaddikim will be rebuilt, and it's only destroyed temporarily. And the Rebbe wasn't comforted. So finally, Ulla told him these words: Let the ma- let the let the servant be like the master. The master's home is destroyed. So the Evid could be Kirab. And that comforted Abchizda. Those, those are the words. Dayela Evid You're lamenting that where's the home? Where's the master's home? In other words, he's referring to the fact of the Beis HaMikdash. Hashem's home. The Beis Hashem lay in ruins, completely destroyed. Remember, this is the time of the Amirayim. So it's a few hundred years after the Churban Beis HaMikdash. There's no bias Shani whatsoever. There's no Besamikdash whatsoever. It lay in ruins. There was no mosque. There was no mass. There was no mosque at the time because it's before Islam. But uh, but there was no Besamikdash. It was just in ruins. So he says Le'evet, the Evid could be like Rabbi. So the Alter Rebbe now uses this Gemara and he says Le'evet Let the Evid be like the Rabbi. A person says, I want a fire. I want an Aish. And what's the definition of the Aish? Experiencing this tremendous passion. So he says, but now think about Rabbi for a moment. Think about the creator of the world. The creator of the world, pre-creation, everything is ain't soif, everything is infinity. What was the purpose of creation? The purpose of creation, what happens in creation? What happens in creation is not from finiteness you go to infinity. (laughs) That's not what creation did. Creation did the opposite. From infinity, you come to finiteness. From bleakvul to gvul, from one many, from oneness came diversity. Yeah, from a state of undifferentiated reality came differentiated reality. That was the chiddush, and it says in Madrish and Tanchuma Parshas Nasei, this Ava Kadosh Baruch Hu liyus leidira betachtoinim. Hashem wanted a dira home betachtoinim. What's betachtoinim? Betachtoinim means a basement. He wanted to live in a basement. Betachtoinim is a is a metaphor. For a certain state of reality. Lagabe Hashem, what's the difference of higher, alien, and tachtin? Meloi chalaritz kvaydei. So shemaim vesaritz animali. Tachtin means that state of reality 
where there seems to be complete separateness, and that's why you call it tachtoinim, the lowest element of reality in terms of spiritual consciousness, that's where I want my dida. So he says, surpassed for the Evid to be like Rabbi. What's like Rabbi? To be able to go into the Tachtainim, to be able to go into the lowest places and say we're going to make a dinner there. What does this mean in Avaidus Hashem? It means the Hainu, the first thing, it refers to Torah. Bemikra, Mishnah, Talmud, Halachas, Vagodus, Sheimedabni, Meinyonim, Tachtainim, Gashma. To learn Chumash, Mishnah, Gemara, Halacha, Agada, which most of them deal and talk about physical matters. I'll say, what about the fire? The main thing is the spiritual fire of Hashem Alekeinu, Hashem Echad, that experience of transcendent spirituality of oneness, he says, that's powerful. But to be able to go into a place of physicality, to go into the places of the mundane. The quote of Megillah, it says that Achashverish by the feast had many, many different vessels. So he says, the wine of royalty. Don't make a mistake. In the Kalim Shoinim, the expression he's using is many vessels and containers, which by definition limit the flow. What's the Lashon over there? The Oyrein Seif that's in them is Rav Kiyada Melech. It's as great and abundant as the hand, the reach of the king. In the Megillah, here he's talking about Ein Seif. This is the concept of the great hand, Yad HaMelech. What's Yad HaMelech? It says after Kriyas Yamsuf, we say it every morning. Yisrael saw the great hand which God did, or what he did with the great hand in Egypt. So what does this mean? Pidush, Hagdullah he ispashtus. The word gedula, yada gedula, greatness, means the extension of, of, of light, of power. That the light extended ad infinitum, to no end. And this is tremendous humility. There's an arm. Yad HaGdoyla represents that this arm extends to places beyond normal reach. The Gemara says in Brachas, Dafnon Ches, which I also mentioned on the other page, because what does Maise Bereshus represent? That the Ur was Nespashet into places, that Ur was Nespashet in an infinite way, all the way till it came down into a finite world. So he says, they saw the Yad HaGdoyla, that Yud Kevavke, that's the Kvetcha, Shosa Hashem, Yud Kevavke, Shosa Havayi B'Mitzrayim, that even in Mitzrayim, what's Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim comes from the word Mitzar, 
gvul, which means limitations, constrictions. So Mitzrayim is a metaphor for everything that's finite. For a keli, that's Mitzrayim. Es that the Ein Soif in his great Anvasnusin, his great humility, humbled it to be able to bring Yudke Vavke even into the limited state of Mitzrayim. What does this mean in Avedis Hashem, he says? Halachis of Zerayim and Mayid. <laughs> Halachis of Zerayim and Mayid. What, what, what's Alter Rebbe saying here? Here you have the, the great synthesis between the ultimate mystic and the ultimate halachic, halachicist, as they say. There's people in the world who learn Shulchan Aruch HaRav is a very big limud. Because Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch is something special. <coughs> the way he defines halacha, never mind the Kuntus Acherens. Rabbi Shlomo Yosef Zevin writes that in the Kuntus Acheren of the Balatanya, he found many of the Yesodis, for example, of the Briske Derech. The Avnei Nezer says that his Derech Halimud, the learning he got from Kuntus Acheren of the Shulchan Aruch Harav. It's, a, it's an incredible, it's incredible sefer, the Shulchan Aruch Harav, the Altarebbe Shulchan Aruch. And it's completely focused on the halachic method, but with tremendous, tremendous diuk and precision and definition of the halacha is defined. Because it's the regular Shulchan Aruch is without reasons. He put in all the reasons. And then in the Kutusachin with his pilpul and his lambdas. Then you have the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, in his Maimadim. Yeah. And somebody who doesn't know, it could almost look like two separate people completely. But here you see what he's saying. L'chayda on one level, the greatest avayda is the carbon. What's the carbon? That the animal soul is completely sublimated in the fire, and it's burnt up. He says, but there's another tzad. Nesava Kaddish Baruch Hu Hashem wanted a dira where dafkin tachtoinim. For there to be a dira you need tachtoinim. What's tachtoinim? Tachtoinim is what he calls him, it's It's a world of... Where there's lowliness. What does lowliness mean? The first level of lowliness means finiteness, gvul. So Yisrael saw the yada gdoila Then Hashem wanted yudke vovke even in Mitzrayim. So a Jew says, I can also humble myself. And not think that the whole kavan of everything is always transcendence, asceticism, Precious segregation to go higher and higher and higher. No, he wanted a You can also come into the tachtaynim. Now you see how he looks at a person. Most people don't struggle with this. They don't have to come into tachtaynim. <laughs> they have to come into aliyanim. <laughs> but this is the ultimate. He's telling you what a person is. In other words, he's assuming you're infinite. So I understand that you don't really belong here. You don't belong here. <laughs> you, understand what he's, you have to understand what he's saying about a person here. I understand you really don't belong. What's infinity doing here? If he comes to this place, what's, what's Shaykh to? <laughs> it says in Zoya, it says, Nefesh ki sechta. Nefesh ki sechta. So the Zoya writes one word, Nefesh ki sechta tva, which means bitmia, like put a question mark. Nefesh kisechta. If I said nefesh, you have to put a question mark. Nefesh kisechta. We come to this. He says, you don't belong here. If you understand the emiss of a person, the emiss of a person is in a place of ain't safe. But because that's not the avoid the tama. There's a, a much deeper avoid the afterwards. The ain't safe himself. Wanted a dira betachtoina. 
So now your Avaidah is to be able to find divinity within the small, petty, finite structure of the animal soul and of the universe. And he says that, that that's the whole Avaidah of Nigla the Torah, of learning. Because when I'm learning Zerayim, yeah, it's all the physical world. You're learning agriculture. All the halachas, how earth works and how plants work and hybrids work. Whatever halachas you're learning with. You're learning a peyod, mayo, kalayim, or shviyas. Or mayod, you're learning about a lechi, you're learning about a kaira, you're learning about an edav, you're learning this halacha, that halacha. You're learning whatever it is, dine mominus. You're dealing with a world that is filled with thugs and liars and thieves, and that's why there's swearing and there's false witnesses, and we're not sure if they're, if who's lying, Reuven is lying, or Shimon is lying. L'cha'ira, it's all taira. But it's a taira that's dealing with inyanim gashmim, inyanim tachtainim. He says, those are the kalim, the kalim shainim, where you have yein malchus rav kiyada melech. That is where you find the ain saif in, that's the, that's the first dira betachtainim. The first dira betachtainim is learning zirayim, learning mayid, nashim, nazik, and katshub tanas. When you learn it at the surface, you're not learning infinity. In fact, there could be people learn it their whole life and they don't even see Ain Saif in it. Truth is, it's all Ain Saif. It's all pure Elokus. But it's Dine B'Tachtainim, it's finding the Ain Saif, the way it's channeled and the way it's embedded in Inyanim that Al-Khaira be dealing with very, sometimes very, very technical things. Extremely technical things. But those technicalities, they're Kalim, Kalim, Shainim, which have in them Yain, Malchus, Rav, Kiyada Malach. What's the Yada Malach? The Yada Gdoyla, the Yad of Ain Saif. Now again, it's a machzedek has a parenthesis for like five or six lines. The next column, six lines from the top, one, two, six lines from the top. Okay, this is in learning. So I'm sitting and learning Zrayim. I'm sitting and learning Maya. He says, Don't only run to Kabbalah. Don't only run away. Yeah. Harav it through the sugi, get it, with all the technicalities, with all the details, with all the physical pratim. Why? This is dira b'tachtayinam. But now there's another step. Even in asakim, asakim is business. Masomatan is gesheftin. Wheeling and dealing. Trade, yeah. B'sha'as, as the Gemara says, if it's with emunah, and he's teaching your emunah. Not just emunah, Trustworthiness. In other words, trustworthiness that you're, you do it, you know, you, 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 you're a moral person. Faithfulness. The Gemara says the first question when a person comes up in Shabbos, Aflamanalif, is Nasasav and Asata Bemuna. Integrity, yeah. Bemuna. Hare Oilam Chesed Yibana. So then this world was built by Chesed. And the person is building this world that Hashem built with Chesed. Vigam Acherkach. So that's the fact that when the person is doing it with a they're building a world of chesed, they're building a world of integrity, of kindness. And that's the world. The Pasuk says, They're building that world that Hashem wanted the person to build. So don't underestimate it. Furthermore, that's the business itself. person is going to give a certain part of it, it's daka, from his toil, and that's obviously chesed. It's also in Kabbalah, chachma and chesed are the right column. The spheres have three columns. So you have Chachma, Chesed, and Netzach, and you have Bina, Gvura, and Hoyt. Kamashakosov, Murid, Hatal, Mechalkel, Chaim, Bechesed. Vigam, Kamashah, Chachma, Techaya. The Pasuk says in Mishle, Chachma gives life to the one who has it. Kachbet, Zdakish, Noisin, Laani, Mechaya, Nafsha. You give Zdaka to an Ani and you give him life. 
Rakim Yosem elav liboy, Viruche vinishmosi elav bekrishma kanal, Azai ruach, Aisi ruach, Vamshik ruach, Lilshaira, Shemachot, Gambatero Mitzus Maisis. So you have here two parts of the Avaida. Im Yosem elav liboy during Krishma. When the person ignites the fire during Krishna. In other words, you go up, you experience something of that oneness by Krishna. Then, in the expression of the Zoyar, Ruach brings Ruach and brings forth Ruach. Ruach, I see Ruach, Ruach, which means your Ruach brings forth Kivayachal Hashem Ruach. Like Kamayim Aponim Laponim. My feelings towards you trigger your feelings towards me in a positive sense. So he says, the avoid of Krishna in the beginning of the day during Davani is a ruach, which I see ruach, v'amshich ruach, that now you could bring the oneness, we're into teireh mitzvahs maisiyas, into the physical, practical world of teireh mitzvahs, that's represented by tefillin. V'hine in yin avoid the zu, l'hamshich dirasi is barach betachtoinim liyas enoid mulvadoi. He lamayla mayla mimadregas islavus anikraz b'shem gatfin levat. This avoid to create a dira, to create a home for Hashem betachtoinim in the lowest element of reality, to really reveal einoid mulvadi, there's nothing outside of him, even the tachtoinim, you should know that it's way, way deeper than the madregas of islavus, than the fire, the passion. Fire, the pattern, this is much deeper. Lamaila Maila. That's called Gatfin. Gatfin are wings. Gatfin in, in Aramaic are wings. In Halacha, in Chulin, Nitlu Agapek Shaira. If a bird doesn't have wings, it's tragic, but it's still kosher. It's not treif. Not called a terminal illness. It's not like a hole in the lungs, like etc. Even though it's a balmum, it's blemished. So he says, Gatfin are important. Because the Gatfin allow you to soar. But the Gatfin, don't constitute the essence of the bird. So he says, this is called Gatfin. Why? Why is the first half, why is Dira B'tachtainim deep? I can understand you need both. Why? So you might say, because Hashem wanted it. He also wants the other thing. So he says here something. He says, let's really think about this. L'fishal kolponim mukhrich liyaz, sheyitzayir eze yesh v'davar b'fnei after everything said and done, it's inevitable that the person has to formulate some type of yesh, some type of something in order to get excited. You need a soul and you need a heart that's on fire. Fire doesn't live in a vacuum. You need a heart and you need a soul that's on fire. <laughs> By definition, his slavos to the Rebbeinu Shalom, he says, is a yeshus, is yeshus. I, the whole Slavos is bittel. <laughs> the whole Slavos is Shmai Yisrael Hashem Alekein Hashem Echad Ein Echinami. That's why he says, You're right, but Sof Kol Sof Muchrech. There has to be somebody getting excited. <laughs> somebody is on fire. I love you. I'm crazy about you. I'm one with you. That you, ha- you need that. He says She Yitzayir Eizah Yesh. There has to be in your tzir something, something that that that's igniting. Something that's on fire, a soul, a heart. My animal soul is being sublimated in the fire of Achtos. But he says, ultimately, I'm being ignited. No. In the real, 
in the real avoid of achtos of ein oid, ein oid means there's nothing else, and bitl b'metzias legamri, the whole metzias is completely aligned, lo yamtzi mokam la He won't invent a place for himself. Ve'ein le'rotzen acher kiim netzayin Hashem yizbarach. His rotzen becomes the will of Hashem. Ve'rotzen Hashem hu shava lamata kamay lamayla. And the Ratzon Hashem is never different in the lowest place than it is in the highest place. It's connected to that also. It's connected to Ratzon Hashem as well. But you, you, you typhus what he's saying here. Well, Tefillin is a mitzvah, obviously. But he says, even after the mitzvah, there's the business is already the next level. Yeah, obviously, it's a mitzvah. Versus the carbon, it represents how the, the, the Meichen come into Isis, yeah. Well, they say, what's the definition of a home? You know, Dira is a home. Definition of a home is, you could be vulnerable, yeah. And also a, a place where they have to let you in. <laughs> they don't change the locks on you. And maybe the big, the biggest thing about a house is, you don't need an excuse why you're there. You don't need to justify it. Right? Why, why, why are you going home? Where should I go? The question is why you're leaving home. Hopefully you have such a home. Not everybody has such a home. That's what it means. It becomes a home. It's a place where he could be completely vulnerable. In other words, in a home you don't have to dress up. Right? In a home you don't have to dress up. You don't have to wear a tie. <laughs> person can walk around. I'm not mitzar halacha. Mitzar halacha, you have to. There's laws of modesty, but be'etzem in your house, you can walk around uh, like before the etzadas. Be'etzem. I'm not saying mitzar halacha. Person has to be modest, but uh, the house is a place where you can be just completely vulnerable, and you don't need a reason to be there. It's not like I'm going to work. There's a reason I'm going to work, right? Home, why, why, why are you going home? Wished, this is where I am, this is my place. In other words, in the, in the home you don't have your light, in the home is your essence. Everywhere else is a keli, you go to shul for one reason, you go to base measure, another. you go here, you go there, you go there. It has a certain part of you, a dimension of you, your creativity, your art, your working skills, your skills as a farmer, as a therapist, as a real estate tycoon, as an artist, as a barber, right? Or as a computer programmer. Or as a doctor or a dentist. So the doctor in me, the dentist in me, is the doctor in me. That's part of my eye. Which part of me comes home? The essence comes home. That's why being comfortable in a house and making children comfortable in a house is critical because that's what defines who they are. So that's Dira. So, ah. Uh, Dira betachtoyna means that it's a place of the etzem. But here he, he, he defines it in a very profound way. I'm just looking for a marshal. So let me give this marshal. It's not a perfect marshal, but I think it ex- explains a little bit of what he's trying to say, at least one akuda. <clears throat> Let's say somebody is, uh, is, is very close to somebody. Really, really a good, very deep emotional sense of closeness and a vulnerable relationship and a lot of trust and loyalty whether it's best friends or whether it's a husband and a wife, a relationship that's really, really close. 
and you really love spending time with that person. You really love it. It's not like, it's not anus al You really cherish it. It's just, it means so much to you. So, a husband is sitting with his wife, and he's enjoying every single moment. Really, really, really enjoying it. Not uh, superficially, not for anybody else, really inside. And she says to him, I need something from you. I want to ask you a favor. Not a big favor. I want to ask you if you can go to the airport to pick up my brother, pick up my mother, pick up my father, whatever. Or go on a different uh, on a different errand for me. She says, absolutely not. I'm not going to give up this time with you. <laughs> I want to be close to you. I want to be close to you. <laughs> so today you could go on an errand and still stay on the phone. But in uh, these days you couldn't. When you left, you left. Right? I want to be close to you. I want to be with you. I want to experience you. If I go out there, we're being separated. says, I know, but this is what I want. (laughs) So the person says, okay. (laughs) And then, you know what? I'm not doing it. No, no, no. I'm too, I love you too much (laughs) to leave you. And what do you say about this? And the person who does leave, he says, of course, I'll go. So the person left and became separated, right? What's the difference between when you stay there and when you leave? Where are you closer physically? Huh? If you stay. And even emotionally, where are you feeling your closeness? <laughs> feeling, feeling the joy and the radiance of being in your presence when I'm near you. But, but where are you closer? When you leave, right? Why? Why? Because the feeling of closeness is my feeling of closeness. I feel close with you. When I left your presence, I actually don't feel close. I feel far. In fact, I miss you. In fact, there can even be pain over there. I'm I'm waiting to come back. Again, we're talking about a situation where you're really close to somebody. People today have a hard time relating to these (laughs) mishalom. Unfortunately. We need a little more... uh, we need a little more love in the air. Right? Shlomo Melech says, Aza kamovis ava. It can be as, as strong as death. It's powerful. Right? People used to kill for love. So I want you to understand the marshal. But when I leave, I'm much closer to you. Why? What's the chilek? In the first case, I'm experiencing you, and it's amazing. In the second case, I'm actually not experiencing you, but I'm one with you. I'm one with you. It's it's not about me. It's about you. Is there a mile? So 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 couples should never spend time with each other. They should always just do errands for each other. <laughs> what do you think? Just, just what, what do you want? Just give me a list. Of what you want? I, I, I'll never be with you. I'll, I'll do what you want. Number two becomes meaningless without number one. And I don't mean meaningless that it's nothing, but it can become dry. All I do is I do errands for you, right? Number one allows a feeling of closeness, but you can't compare it to number two. Even though in number one there's much more drama than in number two. There's much more hislavas, there's much more passion. Your taif is the chilik. That's the whole vart. Even when there is hislavas, in the tefillin, I'm putting on tefillin or holding a lulav and esrik or whatever it is, 
the chalik where there's no islavos, over there there's much deeper oneness. You'll say, come on, come on. Now, again, he doesn't start the maimah with this. <laughs> Why not? Why not? <laughs> because <laughs> this gufa you have to appreciate. <laughs> you can only appreciate this when there's passion. <laughs> if there's no islavos, it's all true. If I don't, if if you don't appreciate this, it's all true, but it's devoid of 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 the real significance of it. But my appreciation of it is not the nekuda. <laughs> my appreciation of the achdos that's not the achdos. <laughs> so there's two inyanim in avodas Hashem. One inyan avodas Hashem is the fire, that's incredible. But he says einzu avodatama, that's not avodatama. He wanted to do it with Where's Tachtoinim? Tachtoinim is in the world where you don't see the infinity. And make that a keli for Elikus. Make that. It starts off with, he says, Pashat learning Nigla. That's channeling the Ein Soif into Caleb. And then it goes with all aspects of a person's life and all aspects of a person's heart. To talk in your animal soul, there's my animal soul the way it gets sublimated. There's my animal soul the way it doesn't get sublimated. And he says, and th- that is much deeper. Why is it much deeper? Because in the element of his slavos, what's the vart? The vart is, there's always a yesh. It's a good yesh. It's not, he's not, he's not knocking it. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a beautiful, it's a, it's a spiritual yesh. But it's all based on what? My experience. I'm on fire. You know, the people say, Ich will madregis. I'm looking for levels. <laughs> the second, Vas me madregis. A real ein oid. Yeah? There's no experience. I'm actually fulfilling your will. And he says, and his will in the highest and in the lowest is identical. You're not going to say, over here, I'm too loath to fulfill his will. There's no such a thing. The Ratzin is lamaila kamay lamata. Ratzin Hashem who shava lamata kamay lamaila. So when you connect to that, what is your rotsen? You say, but you're so distant. I'm in a distant place. If this is your rotsen, so then we are one. We are really, really one. And that's why, as 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 Reb Moshe Zev just said, even when there is passion, the part of it, the part of it that's not passionate is more one than the part that's passionate. Why? Because the part that's passionate represents the fact that I'm feeling close, which is a beautiful thing that you're feeling close. But that's still separateness. The real Ein Oidi says, the real Bittal is, not I'm feeling close. We're actually one. <laughs> so you and I become one. I become completely one with you. What does it mean I become one with you? How do I become one with you? I'm actually doing what... what what you want. It's not my experience. It's my ultimate, most intimate closeness with you. I'm doing what you want. At the same time, you have to want to go back. Yeah. Again, if you strip number two from number one, it's very, very powerful. But a person also has fire. <laughs> a person has a yesh. A person has identity. So things become topsy-turvy here. We usually learn... 
The tachlis is the fire, the slavos. Yeah? You do things hoping that it's going to help the fire. So you put on tefillin, you shake a little bit of an You do The tachlis is the fire, the slavos. It's fakert. <laughs> the tachlis is not the fire. The tachlis is the complete bitl b'metzius. You need the fire so that the yesh should also have a shtickle part in it. <laughs> But an Evid doesn't necessarily have to have a makshava. Right. And a chanam. So then where's the fire? Okay, so it depends what type of Evid you are, right? And a chanam. You're right. You're right. Yeah, like Eliezer, Evid Avram, he was completely, you know, he was on fire towards Avram. L'chari, you think, his slavos is ayin. And my says, yesh. Obviously, we live in a world of yesh. So, so the Torah Mitzvah not just says slavos. Not everybody could reach it. So the Maisa gives you a structure. That even without his slavos, you go daven every day. You do good things every day. But, but his slavos, that's where the ayin is. That's where the bitl is. And it's true. Hashem alekeinu, Hashem echod. It's the achtos. Right? So that's tak if you're talking ayin and yesh. And that's true. But then there's something even deeper. <laughs> there's the ultimate yesh. The yesh that's the source of the ayin. The yesh that's the source of the ayin. Not the experience of the yesh amiti, but the yesh amiti itself. And here it's fakert. The mitzvah, the slavus becomes the yesh, and the mitzvah becomes the ayin. That's where it changes. That's why he starts with pay the gimel, that all this is moiridik, but ein avayda tama and ein avayda tmidis. It's not, the, it's not the ultimate avoid, and it's not timidus, it's not continuous. Because a person shifts in life. What does this mean practically in a person's life? Sometimes I'm very inspired. Sometimes you're not inspired. Sometimes a person is in a place, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna talk about this for a moment emotionally. Sometimes you're in a place of very deep alienation. You feel lost. You're in pain. There's a lot of passion there, but it's not passion of closeness. It's passion of very deep, very deep alienation. Right? David HaMelech says, If I go to the heavens, you're there. Right? You see the difference in the words? Listen to the words. Listen. If I go up to the heavens, There you are. Vatsiya Sha'il, if I go down to the abyss, what should have he said? Shamgamata, you're also there. It's not what he says. Hineka. What's Hineka? Yeah. That's you. <laughs> you see the difference? <laughs> if I go to the heavens, there you are. If I go to the abyss, that's you. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> People don't realize when they read the Basak. This is the Vart. Im Esak Shamayim, now I have to find you. We have nothing against the Slavos. <laughs> we have nothing against the Slavos. Shamata. God is in the fire too. <laughs> it's not Einoid Malvade only if, if there's no fire. Shamata. You're there. But Vatsir Sha'il, Hineka, that's you. What says that's you? Now it's you. There's only you. I don't find myself here. I don't find my, my, my passion, my, my fulfillment here. So now you become the Rebbe. Now you become the Rebbe. 
Now the Evid becomes the Rebbe. You're not, you're not anymore an Evid. Now you're, now you're the Rebbe himself. He wanted a Dirib and that's where you are. Now you're not feeling him, now you are him. That's the Chilik. It's a whole different Inya. That's the ultimate Bittl. Not you're feeling him, you are him. He came into Tachtoinim, that's where you went. You're not Shaykh to Tachtoinim, you're infinity. You're not an abused soul. You're not a Shmata. I know that uh, the abuse says you're a Shmata, but that's not the Emes. The Emes is your ain't Saif. So what are you doing here? The answer is, Like Shabbos morning, uh, somebody said in the, in the Shia that they have a t-shirt. I am, I am infinite consciousness. I am, what does it read? I am infinite consciousness having a finite experience. <laughs> I am infinite consciousness having a finite experience. Not bad for a t-shirt. Huh? Okay. So that's the, He becomes rabbi himself. Because mitzadzich, I don't find the slavos here, the, the fulfillment here. But I'm doing what you want. And the Ratzon Hashem is right here, right here, right now, to, to be here, to be present fully, to work through this, to, be, to bring in light into the situation. Fakat, the less I feel, now you have to take this with, with, with sensitivity because it could sound weird. The less I feel, the closer I am. This doesn't mean whenever you don't feel anything, you're close. <laughs> I'm saying, don't take this wrongly, you know. A chasen, the kala says, I don't feel anything. Oh, much better. <laughs> you have to be very careful with this. You understand? This comes after the islavas. It's not, if there's no islavas whatsoever, it's just dead. Oh, we're one, we're dead. <laughs> the oneness here is that it's deeper than the islavas. It's not less. You're saying the oneness is... The Islamus is necessary. Very necessary. Without it, it's like oneness, it's not the Islamus. Without the Islamus, you become a robot also. You become a robot. We're not one. You understand? The Islamus is what creates the Kali. It creates the Yesh. <laughs> it creates the Yesh for the real Bittl. <laughs> Even though it's not such a Yesh. But Legabi the Bittl, it's a Yesh. In a and, 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 and there could be Hislavos in this also. This doesn't mean that in Dira there's no Hislavos, that a Jew learns Torah, there's no Hislavos. But it means the Hislavos of it, kumnished to the bittle of it. When I hold a little of an ethic, I can be on fire. The Baditchever once took this morning, you know the Maisa, yeah? He saw the Estrig, it was behind glass. And the, the, the sun rose and he... So he, he, he sent his hand to take the little of an Estrig and went through the glass and he was gushing blood. They wondered why the asterisk is red. <laughs> right? But the, his, he's saying the Hislavos part of it pales in comparison to the oneness of it. So the Hislavos gets redeemed through the mitzvah. The Hislavos gets sublimated through the mitzvah, through the achtos. We'll continue tomorrow, Bezer Hashem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. The fact that I don't feel it is not the parameter that I'm not connected to you. You understand? It's a whole different vart. It's a whole different mahalach. 
Usually, I don't feel it. Okay, it's nothing. We have nothing. No, fakert. Even if you'll feel everything, it doesn't come close to the tefillin. <laughs> even if you feel everything, there's something happening here that's deeper than all the feelings. But mainly, even if I feel nothing, okay, so right now I don't feel anything. I'm not in a state where I can experience you. Okay. No, is was. <laughs> so I'm in a state of tachtainim. No, so make a dinner of tachtainim. I saw this one of the one of one of the Talmudia Balshemtiv. I saw that when it comes to Shamayim, Shamadav, it's a taich in the pasuk. By Atziyah Shaoil, yeah, he neka. It's a powerful word. Lemaynaf keminach. Phyllis, Phyllis Nisht. It's a good thing to feel, but that's my need. That's not his need. <laughs> if my wife asks me to go to the airport and I feel it, but that's my need. It's not her need. We fagin islavos. But that's my need. It's not her need. Fakert, that the bittel should be. The bittel should become my need also. It's a slav. You need a slavus. But that doesn't come close to the achdus itself. So even when I'm having a slavus, don't turn the slavus into the ikah. It's a hachana. It's a hechshah mitzvah. <laughs> this class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.